Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We come to this place for terror. We come to Sinful Cuts to scream, to laugh, to cry. Because we need that, all of us, that overwhelming dread we feel when the lights begin to dim and we go somewhere we've never been before. Not just terrified, but somehow possessed together horrifying images spoken directly into your ear, kills that you can feel. Somehow, slaughter feels good in a place like this. Our slashers feel like the worst part of us, and stories feel insane and unstoppable, because here they are. Sinful cuts. We make horror horrible. Hey, sinners. How you doing? It is Sean and Shannon. (laughs) And we're here with our Shortcuts episode. And of course, that is our mini episode where we talk about all the great horror happenings for the week and hopefully point you in a good direction of stuff that's not on your radar. Movies, books, streaming, horror birthdays, uh, and and the latest news of what's going on that week. So. What, this week, Shannon and I were just talking about it. This week is a little, um, it's a little quiet as far as birthdays and anniversaries go. So instead of doing that, because there's really nothing, what we're going to do is we're going to do, um, we're going to do our three questions that we are going to be asking all of our guests. We have multiple guests for 2024. Um, by the way, I guess you know what? I I think I'll just let the cat out of the bag right now. Why not? Good time is any. Uh, we're recording the Black Coat's Daughter uh, coming up this week, but the episode after that, which will drop on February 3rd, is going to be none other than uh, than Andy Davidson, one of my favorite authors. And he, if you don't know who Andy is, and I don't, I, f- I feel like that's impossible. I'm currently reading The Boatman's Daughter, and 
Last year I read The Hollow Kind. Th- th- all right. So, no, this is a banger and I love every second of it, but this is possibly one of my favorite books of all time. Let me not cover Andy's name. And also, let me not cover the title. My janky fingers are horrible. So <laughs> The Hollow Kind was probably one of the best, not probably, it's one of the best books I've ever read. It just, um, it just trans, he, Andy has the ability to just transport you to the location. Um, and it's nothing short of magical. It's, it's a little bit Lovecraftian. It's hella scary. And, um, and the writing is unbelievable. So I can't wait to have Andy on and Shannon and I are going to talk to him about none other than Catherine Bigelow's near dark. So we're going to get, we're going to get all kinds of vampire (laughs) up in here and I can't wait to hear what Andy. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I can't wait to hear what Andy has to say about it, but you know, uh, at the end of the episode, we pose uh, three questions to all our guests. And the first one is, what and this is the question I'm going to be posing to Shannon right now, and that is, what is your scariest horror experience? Now that doesn't necessarily mean the scariest movie you ever saw. I mean the experience as a whole. It could be the movie, it could be the theater experience, it okay. could be, you know, uh, the walk out to your car afterwards. It could be anything that really just shook you to your bones and was incredibly frightening. So Shannon, I'll shut up. What do you got? (laughs) I don't know. I'm the guinea pig, right? (laughs) So there's technically a tie. So one, I'll tell a a quick story about seeing The Exorcist for the first time, because which I think I've already mentioned before, uh, because it had a recent anniversary. Um, Yeah, I was Mm -hmm. 11 years old (laughs) and I saw it. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> I saw it at like at a, a birthday slumber party, so oh it was God. me and a bunch of girls at a slumber party. So then we tried turning the lights off and to go to sleep. That Did really you get worked. a wink of sleep? The I don't recall. I'm not sure. I remember having to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and I woke up somebody. Oh, I don't think she. I don't have to wake her up because I think she couldn't sleep either. But we went to the bathroom like together, which I know is like not a weird thing with girls. They they do that, but I was like, no, I can't go. Like you know, because then I had to like walk down the stairs. Like she had an upstairs bedroom, and I walked like down the had to, and she had a spiral staircase, too. Like so, it was like straight down. It yeah. Did you did. Did you spider crawl backwards? <laughs> not down, not down, not down that. No. So, I'm so letting that you was, know. That was probably my first experience. I'll um, let you know right now. I would, I would have wet. I just would have peed in my sleeping bag. I just would have wet right. my pants. That would have been, yeah. That would have been uh, the second option for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but more recently um i mean as the movie came out now a little while ago now but ironically it was the fourth kind and i know there's a little controversy with that movie now because it definitely wasn't true to the way they promoted it um but uh but after we saw i like it though Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. I saw it in the theater, a couple, uh, me and my husband and a couple of friends. And we, I think we were still dating at the time. So, cause I remember we went home uh, back to his parents' house uh, to go to sleep. And we both were like, kind of all just shook. Like we, we left the theater, we uh, got in the car. We both were like the car I ride from what I remember was very silent. We were just like contemplating what we saw. So that's kind of, it left us like, 
you know, like how we felt. So whatever, progress through the night. We did discuss it a little bit and then we go our separate ways. We, um, we, me and my husband go inside and we go to go to sleep. Now lights are off. We're sleeping. I hear something on the fucking roof. Come on. I <laughs> punch Matt awake. <laughs> the aliens are coming. They're here. They're going to abduct us. Would you believe of all nights, and this never happened before or ever again, a fucking raccoon was on the roof. And because we heard it, and then it went to the side of the house, and then we hear it on the trash. So it wasn't until I was on the trash that Matt was like, he comes back, he's like, it's a raccoon. Not an alien. You gotta be kidding me. You're safe. You gotta be kidding me. But I think I was like in his bed all the way in the corner like, with a broom. Like, just, what do I have of course it's Of course it's gonna happen the night that you see this movie. Uh, of all right? Of all nights. <laughs> of all nights. <laughs> all right, so... So we got The Exorcist and The Fourth Kind and Matt may have broken ribs... So, all right. So for my scariest experience, I actually have two, but I'm only going to do one right now because I'll save the, I'll save the other one for when we start having our guests on. But the most recent was hereditary. Okay. So I, I was traveling for work. And when, when I used to have to travel from work, thank God I don't have to anymore. But when I used to have to travel, first thing I would do is I would, I would check into the hotel and I'd go down, downstairs and I'd say, where's the closest movie theater? You know, and, and the closest good one. Give me a good movie theater. And I'd go there and I'd just find the, um, the, uh, whatever horror movie was playing and I'd check it out. So it happened to be hereditary. And the theater's damn near empty. And this happened because it's Florida. It was like an outdoor mall. So you had to go through the mall. And then the theater was on the outside mall, like kind of like a like a little village that was outdoors. And so I go see the movie. And then, of course, the movie's over around 11 o'clock. Oh and the mall is closed. Oh, my God. So I'm coming oh. back and I'm pulling on the door. Oh. And it, it's all locked. So oh now God. I'm like. I don't know where I parked. I'm terrified because I just saw Hereditary. Yeah. I'm 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 convinced that Paymon is now. Oh, Charlie's here, by the way. I so, know. Uh, uh, our our other mascot. We've got Harley and we've got Charlie, our two dog mascots for the podcast. Say hi, Charlie. <laughs> Not uh, don't. <laughs> so now I've I come to the realization that I'm going to have to walk on the outskirts of the mall to find my car. No big deal. But like I said, I'm terrified. So I call my wife, Jen, and I'm and we're kind of like joking around. I'm like, I'm probably going to get murdered. I'm walking through the parking lot, but all the lights are on. And as I'm talking to Jen, one by one, the parking lot lights start to go out. Come in, on. In unison. In unison. So it's, it's not like it goes dark all at once. They're literally going dark behind me. And now I start running and they're <laughs> – and they're going dark behind me and I'm still on the phone with Jen and I'm like I was kidding before but now I really I'm gonna get murdered <laughs> so now I think I'm heading in the direction of my car but I've come up against like this like gully I can't go any further and I actually have to go down an embankment so now I thought I was getting possessed by Paymon and then I was gonna become the new king of hell which <laughs> look, look might not be that bad it might not be a bad gig. 
But now reality set in because I have to go down this embankment and now I'm in water up to my ankles. And now I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to get possessed. I'm going to get bitten by a snake or eaten by an alligator because it's Florida, you know? (laughs) Both terrible. Long Long story short, I lived. But it was scary. <laughs> it, was, it was very, very scary. So that's, you know, the lights coming that's what, off definitely is a horror movie esque at its best, at its finest, right there. And people think people think I'm making it up, and I'm like, it, it literally, as I'm on the phone talking to my wife about how terrified I am, all of a sudden it's getting darker and darker and darker. But someone had someone had a good sense of humor in Florida. You know? yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say they're looking at you. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Now we're gonna. This second question might be my. It might be my favorite. Okay. We'll see. What is a horror movie Mm -hmm. that you know is bad, but you'll defend to the death? So I, I'll admit, I had a little uh, problem with this one, and I have a feeling if you, I have a feeling when you ask these questions, I I might change my answer periodically. But I was, I had to to start. Please do. I was yeah. I would start with looking ahead at you know my list of movies of like of anniversaries to come and to to explore and go look back on, and a movie mm-hmm. I forgot about that's going to be coming up. Um, I don't know in a few months maybe. So I'll probably revisit that. Um, but you ever see 2014's Clown? Yes. Directed by John Watts. So yep. I only bring that one up because I think the like we me and Matt loved it when we first saw it, but then I think feel like we started like talking about it and showing it to people, and like the response was like either like you don't know what you're talking about or like it was just kind of like eh. So I, I feel like I'm like Shit. I never and I never heard about it ever again. <laughs> this is controversial because I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that's not a bad that's not a bad it's movie. That's not a bad. I think that's a good movie. Yeah, I like that movie. But, but I it, think if you were to poll people, it would be like a 50-50 on whether that was good or bad. Yeah, I think that's, that's a like, solid movie. When I when I look around, I'll um yeah, like I couldn't think of a movie that's so like terrible that people don't love it because I know like there's there's like the, all the trauma movies, right? Like but people love the trauma movies for being trauma movies. Like they're yeah. intentionally bad. Um, and then there's some, there's definitely like really bad movies out there that I consider horrible. movies. So I'm like, well, that doesn't answer the question correctly. So that was the first one that right. uh, popped up in, but, but, but every, as you go, as I think about it more, I'll probably have a different answer and I'll just chime in. <laughs> I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my answer. Cause I think I nailed it with this question because I do think this is a truly awful movie and that would be. Truth or Dare, starring Lucy Hale. I think it's like 2017, okay. 2018. Okay. It's really bad. I like. I don't movie. know. I don't know why I like it, but I do. I and like I'll defend it. it. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. Movie. Oh, you did. Good movie. <laughs> oh no, the, this so question's many. turning out to be <laughs> horrible. At least if it's the same, if it's the same movie, it's only one, right? like kind of recently it's yeah it's i think there i mean there's madonna's truth or dare which could be horrible in its own right mm. or <laughs> wonderful in its own right and maybe we will defend madonna's truth or dare but i know there's a couple of truth or dare movies but this is the one with lucy hale from pretty little liars 
and they, oh, and oh, oh, oh man, I I, I, I feel hard. Yeah, I feel was, horrible when I can't remember like, actors' names. It, I know, it, the, it, but that has the to dude be the from Teen Wolf. And I remember the was um I I remember like they had to like put their their hand on the stove, and then they had to like start cutting off like your their limbs and like finger like I, I like the 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 dares were horrible, <laughs> like it was, yeah. yeah I, I I enjoyed it, and then like it I think so it I had think- like pretty uh, synonymous ending too. If I remember. Well, he, she basically curses the entire world in order to buy herself, you know, <laughs> years and years of not having to worry about the curse. Mm-hmm. You know, because she she puts on social media and she curses every anyone who watches it now gets cursed, which is actually pretty clever. But I think you and I can – I think we can definitively say if you're going to look at a Rotten tomato score that this is a, for sure a splat. <laughs> And people do not think this is a good movie, but that's what I love about about horror junkies is we'll find the good in anything. <laughs> you yeah, know? probably. I know it's a it's a very hard question to ask, especially in the horror genre. But All right, this um, third one though could be the hardest. The, this third one could be the hardest of all. Yes. All right, so give me a horror remake. Now, you can – any horror movie that you would love to see remade, mm-hmm. who is the director? And it could be someone deceased. You know, you could you could pick Alfred Hitchcock. You could pick Toby Hooper. It, and who is the star of it? And also could be someone deceased. You know, all of a sudden you're like, I got to see Max Shrek and, you know, you the new Scream. You did not tell me it was that involved. <laughs> you just said, <laughs> what movie do you want to see get remade? I'm like, I, okay. All right. This is – this isn't a fantasy league of my own. <laughs> my God, you and I might be onto a billion dollar idea. Fantasy oh. horror movies. Uh, trademark. <laughs> trademark. <laughs> TM. <laughs> For, you know, of the four people that are going to watch this, one of them is going to be like, ah, yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Forget oh. I said anything except for the remake. I, I need to know your remake. What's it going to be? Okay. So I so I probably have a very random answer. Um, oh, but I think we're kind of due for another Dorian Gray. <gasps> right? It's been we got a we, so we got it a little bit in uh, if you ever watched Penny Dreadful. Only every episode. Hello, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Oh wait, I meant I meant Eva Green. <laughs> I was about I to say Eva Green. Green. I love I Eva meant Green. Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. That 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 show, Sinners, if you haven't watched uh, was, Penny Dreadful, I don't know what you're doing with your life. It was abs- It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Oh. And, and um, you know what? I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to start rewatching it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I may have to as well because everybody in it was, was perfect. Like absolutely perfect. Absolutely. Um, Dr. Frankenstein's whole, um, his monologue of why he wanted to bring, like discover bringing like life, um, back from, like from the dead. Like that was like, he's like that, like there was a whole monologue that he explains. I know I kind of jumped at whatever, but there's a whole reason why he explained why he, that's his, that's his bread and butter. That's what he wants to do. It was like the most like beautiful monologue I think I've ever heard of that. Shannon, how, how about just the fact, look at the talent involved. We've got Josh Hartnett. We've got um, Billy Piper. You've got Rory Kinnear. 
You've mm-hmm. got, oh my God, holy, holy James Bond kissable face Hall of Fame, Timothy Dalton? Yeah. Are you nuts? Was- Did I mention Eva Green? Yes, maybe. I mean, I oh. Worthy. It's worthy again. Oh my uh, God, I think I might start watching that tonight. I loved it. But, um, yeah. so yeah, but either way, before that was what, the 1990 version? Dorian Gray? Before that was a oh, yeah. version? Time out for one second. I, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. I'm not sorry at all, sinners. This is you what I live for. Not ever. Not ever. <laughs> Who played Dorian Gray in Penny Dreadful? I mean, of course, it's like Johnny Handsome Face, but I, I can't remember who the actor was. Do you remember? Oh, and I, um, not off the top of my head, but I do. I actually follow him, too, on, on Instagram. Um, he, and he seems like a, a really like fun fellow. Hold on one moment. I will have it. Reeve I want to say it's Ben Barnes, but I – wait, Reeve, I'm sorry, who? Reeve Carney. Okay. Okay, good on you, Reeve Carney. You did a great job. Mm-hmm. I wonder okay. – damn it. Okay, yeah, I really got to rewatch that. Oh, that is going to be – I'm so happy that you said that. So Dorian Gray, you know what? I agree with you 100%. We definitely need a new Dorian Gray. It's such a great story. It's an amazing story. I did, I, I love the book. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it is a great book. You know what else is a great book? The Hollow Kind by Andy Davidson. <laughs> see what you did there? I did I mention The Boatman's Daughter? By Andy Davidson. I see what you did there. So the uh, yeah, so okay. it was, it, 2009 was technically the last one. Before that okay. was 77. Uh, before that was uh, 45. What the hell was the 77? Because that sounds interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, these names look very French. Uh, the director's name oh. is... Pierre Buffon. <laughs> oh, Pierre Buffon from Hohokus, New Jersey. Yeah, no, I, I know the Buffon family. <laughs> All right, so that's a French movie, which you know I love. Did I mention there's a French spider movie coming? <laughs> <laughs> Only every single episode, but I'm so excited yeah. to see it. <laughs> Shannon, I swear to God, I, it, it, it's a compulsion. Every day I wake up and I just check all the New York movie theaters. Is anyone playing it yet? Is it in the coming soon? And not yet, but Ugh. trust me, it'll be like it'll be that moment. It'll be that that Scrooge moment when it actually posts, and I open the window and I'm like, "It's here, people! It's here! It's here! It's a goose!" All right. So I have actually I have two, but I'm only going to give you one. Okay, I'm only I only have you two one. as well. So that was my one. Oh. Yeah. No, no. So save, save. Yeah, the, other we one, have... the other one isn't really a horror movie. It's just a movie I love and adore. And I don't know, maybe, maybe a remake could work, but you go first. I don't hold on to it. I don't want to hear it because we have 13 guests and we're going to have to find <laughs> movies to talk about maybe. with our guests. But okay. Are you ready? Mm. I want to see Edgar Wright. I am going to do with the director because I've been oh, thinking about it. I want to see. Ed- I, you had time. <laughs> I did. I did. That's the benefit of the guy who comes up with the questions and already knows the answer. So I want to see Edgar Wright direct not one, but both Dr. Fibes movies. 
Okay. So I, I, I want the abom- abominable Dr. Fives, and then I want the return of the abominable Dr. Fives, and I want him to do it in his Edgar Wright style, which is actually very much in line with what the originals were, I'm sure, but I would love to see that. And I don't, I don't necessarily have an actor picked out. So I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. But I think that we are, I I think we're, we're very much ready for a, almost like a whole relaunch of those amicus pictures from the seventies from England. You know, I'm not just talking about Dr. Fibes, but you know, give me some count Yorga. I'm not sure if that's amicus, but I want some count Yorga. You know, I want some tales from the crypt, not our beloved HBO, but the one from, I think it was 72, you know, just like, give me some of that good, that good British horror from the late sixties, early seventies. And I'll be, I mean, I'm already happy with horror, but, I'd be floating. So that's my answer. Nice. I like it. All right. Oh, I, f- I forgot we actually have um, um, shortcuts to do. <laughs> <laughs> we're on some books. All right. now- you know what? We're going to do some. Yeah, we're going to. Oh, let me just mention movies real quick. Mm-hmm. Gang, movies is one movie. It's Godzilla minus one minus color. It's the black and white Godzilla, and it is coming out this weekend. And I saw the I, I saw the the color version, and that melted my eyeballs. So I can only imagine what the black and white is like, and I won't have to imagine much longer because I'm definitely going to see it. Nice. So Godzilla minus one minus color. Please support Godzilla. It was um, nominated for best visual effects, and it's going to win. <laughs> and I mean, you're going to be able to hear me scream when they all get their Oscar. I don't know if you saw it, but they actually the the, the VFX team they um, taped themselves as the Oscar announcements were coming out, and they got to the VFX section, and they're announcing them, and they're announcing them, and they're all getting excited, and then they finally said Godzilla minus one, and the goddamn room goes bananas, and they're wow. shooting streamers in the air. So it's like it was. It was like infectious. I was so excited for them, you know? I just, I'm just, they did, I I think it was only, I may be off by a person or two, but I think it was only 35, 35 VFX artists for this movie, Shannon. Wow. That's it. That's all. I mean, (laughs) you see a Marvel movie and the VFX go on for 17 minutes. It's thousands of people. And just to see what, what this tiny little crew did, with that movie, it's, I mean, it's what, why we go to the movies. Okay. So uh, let's start with some books and let me put my eyeballs on. So as, oh my gosh. All right. As always, you know that I have to thank Emily Hughes yes. of Reading Jump Scares because I steal all of her fantastic book recommendations. I've got some exciting news, Shannon. What are your exciting you- news? Guess who's going to be on the podcast? Ooh. None other than Emily Hughes. <laughs> I had She's going to be. No idea. You had no idea. And I had no clue. <laughs> Sinners, Emily is going to be talking to us about a few movies. I was going to say, talk- I didn't, I, you didn't tell me which one she picked. She's going to do two episodes, possibly three. 
So I put I put Emily on the spot, and if it doesn't work out, Emily, just, just, I've I've already overstayed my welcome and asked way too much anyway. But we are definitely going to do um, we're definitely going to do the Wicker Man and, and Midsommar because Full Car is Emily's bread and butter. She cool. okay. absolutely – Emily emailed me uh, just the other day and she said, I have to do full car because it's my comfort food. <laughs> it's my comfort <laughs> watch. So I'm like – I love I mean, it. Com- like I could I, – I, I'm so excited for this. So she's definitely going to do those two and mm-hmm. she's definitely going to do It Follows later on in the year, which okay. is going to – which is going to align nicely with Emily's um, book, Horror for Weenies. Nice. So – we're going to we're going to talk we're going to let Emily tell us all about the book and then um we're going to talk about it follows and I'm I I have respectfully asked her because the next week we're doing Curse of the Demon and Emily had said, "Oh, you know, I I I really love that movie." So I said, "Why don't you just stay? Why don't we do it follows and then just stay and we'll do Curse of the Demon and you can yeah. do back-to-back weeks." So sinners Fingers crossed, because we love Emily Hughes. And if you're not on Rejump Scares and you're not following Emily on Instagram, then um, when I see you on the street, I'm going to kung fu you. I don't know kung fu. I'm not going to do any of that. You beat me up. <laughs> what are they going to do? You're just going to go chop. <laughs> the, the podcast, Sean, says I'll kung fu you. Reality, Sean would hide behind a car. <laughs> so just so, <laughs> just so we're clear. All right. So here we go with a couple of books. We've got Haunted Highways. Uh, and this Haunted Highways, bear with me, is from Targ Tide Press. And we got a couple of authors here. So we've got Roland Bercy Jr., Carver Pike, and Lewis Mangum. And, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, That came out January 26th, which is by the time this posts, it will have already been January 26th. Okay. So embark on a journey into terror where every mile is marked by suspense and horror. These three novellas transform travel into a treacherous adventure where the next stop could be your last. I mean, I like it. I like road trip horror. I'm a big fan. Nice. Next, we have Bone Pendant Girls, okay. and that is by Terry S. Friedman. That comes out on the 30th, and that's from CamCat Press. Andy Wyndham has been able to communicate with spirits since she was a kid. A lot of people would not want that ability. I would want that ability. You think so? What about you? I, think I don't I'm- know. I go back and forth with it. Like it's, it's a cool thing to have, but I feel like it's, it would be very disruptive. Maybe, maybe like you would never get a moment's rest kind of thing. I get distracted a lot as it is anyway. Okay. I changed my answer. I want invisibility. Okay. (laughs) I just want to fly. (laughs) See, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one too. (laughs) Join us next week, sinners, as we discuss what kind of superpowers we'll never have. (laughs) Let me go back to the freaking book description okay so when a bone pendant carved into the likeness of a girl's face calls her uh calls to her at a gem show in pennsylvania shout out to pennsylvania home of the colonial theater check it out online mm-hmm. colonial theater um Go you she there. can't resist that's right yeah that's right <laughs> she can't resist buying it and a sister piece when she discovers the girl's uh 
the are missing runaways and the pendant is made of human bone. Is there any other kind of pendant? Andy is drawn into a mystery that will force her to confront her gifts, her guilt and the ghosts haunting her. It sounds good. I like it. Okay. I like it. You had me at bone, bone pendant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the next book we have is the house of last resort. And this is by Christopher golden, who is just a champion. You know, I mean, it's Christopher Golden. So when a new Christopher Golden book comes out, you have to pay attention. So this is from St. Martin's Press, and this comes out on the 30th. When American couple Tommy and Kate Puglisi buy a home in a nearby abandoned Italian town of uh, Bechina. I don't know why I made it Jewish. Bechina. It's Bechina. <laughs> uh, Bechina. It feels like... A romantic adventure, an opportunity for the young couple. Uh, the young couple would be crazy not to seize. But from the moment they move in, they feel a shadow has fallen on them. There are rooms in the annex at the back of the house that they don't know, uh, that they didn't know were there. The place makes strange noises at night. Locked doors are suddenly open. And when they uh, go to a family gathering, there's certain people are whispering about them and about their house, which one neighbor refers to as the house of last resort. Okay, Christopher Golden and then a haunted house. I mean, is it my birthday? Is it the holidays? <laughs> this is phenomenal. I love every word about that. And the last one we have old is called haunting. What's that? A good old fashioned haunting. Good old fashioned haunting. And let me tell you something. I've been on a real, I've been crave. you know how you get food cravings? I've been mm-hmm. craving movies and books, haunted houses. Okay. I, just, I got a Jones on for right now. And okay. let me tell you something. The movies I'm picking, they do not disappoint. Nice. Uh, so, I'm uh, sorry. I'm so all over the place. But Midnight that's- on Beacon Street is by Emily Ruth Verona. That comes out the 30th. And that's from Harper Perennial. A suspenseful and entertaining debut thriller. Oh, so good on you, Emily. This is your yeah. debut novel. Nice. Well done. You should be proud of yourself. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, a suspenseful and entertaining debut thriller and love letter to vintage horror movies mm. in which a teenager must overcome her own anxiety to protect the two children she's babysitting when strangers come knocking at the door. This book is bought. I am going to get it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <gasps> Midnight on Beacon Street. Actually, okay. Putting that in my cart as we speak. I, just, I know. I'm just going to say, I'm like, and that to my list. Emily, you think I'm kidding? It's happening. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. That's okay. awesome. Love it. All right, Shannon, we don't have a lot on streaming. There's the seating coming out. Um, movie is about a, 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 a guy gets caught in like a canyon and he can't get out. It's kind okay. of like a box canyon and he can't get out. And there are people up top and he thinks he's saved, but they're not letting him out. Interesting. I mean, okay. that's horror-ish. Um, and then we have a, a movie – that actually came out a couple of weeks ago, but it I, I it fell off my radar, and I really wanted to tell the sinners about it. It's a movie called Lord uh, Lord of Misrule, and this is folk horror, and it's all about like a, a a female pastor in England. I believe her child gets abducted, and then it's kind of like how far is she willing to go? Like abducted gets folk horror, so I don't know who abducted her, but I'm sure it came out of the woods and. <laughs> probably isn't human and how far she's willing to go to um to get her daughter back okay 
I've I saw the trailer and I really liked it. So thumbs up for Lord of Misrule. I'm definitely willing to give it a good old fashioned watch and see uh, you know and see what we got there. Nice. Okay. Um, let's talk trailers. Uh, there's only one that I really want to put on Sinner's radar, and that is Baghead. Yeah. So, hmm. um, I, I, you know, you're trying to keep words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you, you understand <laughs> what, what the Baghead refers to in the trailer because this young woman inherits a house. Uh, like a mansion and in the basement there's a kept woman with a bag over her head and she has the ability to either talk to the dead a la talk to me mm. or maybe even like a see the future kind of thing like you know almost like a psychic ability but okay. i know she can talk to the dead and from the trailer it doesn't seem like anything good happens which is yeah. Me bueno worthy, a worthy horror-esque moment. Right? <laughs> Just, we wouldn't be doing this podcast if I was like, and she can talk to the dead and everyone leaves happy and fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for tea. The horror tongue very well. So the last the last bit I've got here, which I'm excited to talk to you about, is I'm only I'm going to keep it very specific. It's only going to be about Sundance because Sundance is going on ish, maybe possibly. I think it's still going on, but it was certainly going on a couple of days ago. And I've been tracking all of the um, the horror movies that are premiered there, and if they're don't sue us at the movies, Roger Ebert dot com. Um, Okay, so the first one we have is In a Violent Nature. This is going to be a must-watch. This is like a new take on the slasher movie. It's from the perspective of the killer. So I I thought that was pretty cool. And it's getting really, really good reviews. And it was bought by Shudder. So we're going to see that on Shudder in a couple of months. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm really, really um, – I'm very excited about that. Then we have I, – I mentioned it last week on the podcast, Crazy House with Nick Frost. Yes. Um, so I did get a little bit more information. And, and, and Sinners, you know, this is just our dumb opinion. You go and see the movie. You want to see Nick Frost, go and see Nick Frost. But it's not getting good reviews. Okay. So, you know – but, but I always say this too. Like if you're going to talk shit about a – if I'm going to – me personally, if you're going to talk shit about a movie, I need to see it. So I can talk shit about it properly. <laughs> no, you and I, that is our mantra. I mean, you know, sometimes we fall into the trap and, and we correct ourselves that we get ahead of our, ourselves and we're like, ah, this sounds like it's bullshit. But go see it. Go yeah. see it. And yeah. I mean, I Nick Frost. Pleasantly surprised before. Right? I mean, we were just talking about uh, Truth or Dare 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> And clowns, so yeah. I mean, everyone's opinion. Just go go see it if you if you want to check it out, and then let us know. You know, okay. So um, then we have uh, oh boy, okay. So then we have a movie uh, bought by Netflix. I, maybe I shouldn't put that much emphasis on Netflix, but it just seems to me that if 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 a, a movie does premiere at Sundance and it gets bought by Netflix, there's chances are it. I'm not saying it's good, but it excited a lot of people for them to 
go to their car and get the bag of money, you know? So this is called, it's, it's what's inside. And the premise of this is it's a wedding and a former friend shows up and he's got a suitcase and whatever's in that suitcase, it's not a gift. So we'll see how that affects everybody. I love the premise and I can't wait to see that. So that was bought by Netflix. Then there's a movie called, I, uh, I saw the TV glow. I don't I really know nothing about this other than the fact that it got just kisses and love letters. Oh, so wow. um, we'll, we'll see what that's about. Then we have the new Kristen Stewart movie um, called Love Lies Bleeding. I don't know if you saw the trailer. If you haven't seen the trailer, definitely check it out. Okay. If not to see Kristen Stewart and, you know, and her amazing acting, but to see Ed Harris as you may never have seen Ed Harris before, the look in this movie that he has is just, I'm it's Ed Harris. It's Ed Harris. So that's getting incredible reviews. It's supposed to be almost like a little a la Cronenberg ultra violent, you know? So, okay. I'm excited about that one. (laughs) Then we had, We've got Steven Soderbergh uh, directed a, a haunted house movie, okay. and it's called Presence. And this haunted house movie is through the perspective of the ghost. So oh, we're I getting a lot that. of different perspectives here. And you were just right? joking for a good haunted house story. That's right. That's interesting. We haven't gotten that like, in a this. while, right? Mm-hmm. So. New Haunted House movie. <laughs> and then we, oh, okay. And then the last one we have, I'm, I'm actually incredibly excited for. It's called Freaky Tales. And it, it stars um, Pedro Pascal. And it's it's four interconnected stories, almost like, uh, think of, of like a Pulp Fiction, but actually better yet, think of uh, Michael Doherty's Trick or Treat. Okay. I'm a huge Trick or Treat fan. I so, I, I, right yeah. Gonna, why did okay. we not put that on a list for 2024? We're going to have to sneak that in. We'll figure it out. But we'll find it. We'll find a place to yeah. Yeah. Um so Freaky it's Tales uh it it's giving me huge trick or treat vibes and that's enough said. Okay. That I can't sounds wait to see that. That's fun. Okay. I mean uh, the only thing holding it back is Pedro mm-hmm. Pascal because that guy's such a hack. <laughs> He's maybe my favorite actor. I think he's so good in everything. You don't have a choice to, but to love him as a favorite actor because he's in everything and he can play anything. He's just, I mean, oh. and then they're announcing the additional casting for The Last of Us, and then that's, oh, that's making me nuts. <laughs> I was just going to say that. They announced, uh, uh, so Caitlin Dever is going to be Abby. So it's, it. no one will save you. I can't. I cannot believe it. I can't. I, 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 like, I, I'm getting too excited about about season two. I don't even think I, they haven't even started shooting it yet. So I, I got to slow my roll. So. I don't think so. The only thing pre production. I think the only thing I did read is that don't expect it until 2025. Now that's fine. I'm just hoping it doesn't turn into a 2026. I'll be yeah, fine with 2025. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's possible that you think the strikes maybe might maybe push that back a little bit, maybe. Uh, I hope not. I or hope schedule not. it because who knows what Pedro Pascal is? Because again, he does everything. 
I know. Yo, yo, you know what? I've got more Pedro Pascal news. It broke my heart. Um, Zach Kreger's, uh, who did um, Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal was in his new uh, <laughs> movie called Weapons and had to drop out. Uh-huh. So that was because of the, I guess they're doing a Mandalorian movie. Okay. Look, I'm. Oh, yeah, they are. You know, I, I again, yeah, I'm sure the bit. The, the bag of money was enormous, you know. And, 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 I'm, and I'm like, I'm like sad, I'm like ah, but then like ah, okay. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Jeez, I hope I got that name right. I'm f- I'm fairly certain it is Zach Craigers who did Barbarian. I'm gonna feel like a prize a hole if if that's not it, but I think it is. So, Shannon, that's all I got. You know, how about yeah. you? You want anything to before we wrap it up? The only well, you stole my news about Caitlin Devers, but it's <laughs> that's okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, it is Zach Kreger who did Barbarian. Okay, all right. Um, no, just um, want to remind, uh, one more thing. I just want to remind the sinners about um, February third. Oh, um, you stole it right out of my mouth. <laughs> at uh at the red zone in west babylon if um you, do you want to let them know what's uh what what's going to be there on february 3rd at 3 p.m in west babylon at red All right. zone? <laughs> sinners john sweet boy lovely face has put together a squid games starting at 3 p.m on february 3rd at the red zone home of long island's best wings home of john sweet face lovely boy <laughs> cover model of handsome boy magazine (laughs) january 2024 um the food is incredible the staff is incredible the game is going to be incredible shannon's husband matt is going to be dressed head to toe as a squid game guard with a nerf gun and if you get a question wrong or a task wrong you get shot and you're dead and you're out. Now you don't have to leave. You can then eat more and drink more, but this is going to be such a fun day and I can't wait for it. It's going to be, it's exciting. So it's going to be a cash prize. Um, so <gasps> if you want to go, yeah. And it depends. And the cash prize is going to keep growing. The more op- op- opponents or participants. More people join. Yeah. 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 So it's, um, I think it's $40 to enter, but uh, if there is space the day of, it's going to be $50 to enter. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, look, it's February. You're doing nothing, Long Island. Get to the red zone. (laughs) Play squid games. This is such a clever idea. John is, he's really pulled out the stops with the, with the, the cookies and the games and Matt as a wacko guard who's going to shoot people. Not to death. It's just nerf. <laughs> just nerf. Just, just nerf. Get done. that out there. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> and the bar's incredible and the food's even better. So on a dreary, even if it's sunny out, it's February. It's still dreary. Yeah. Freezing February day. Come down to the red zone and have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. Meet That's- me and Shannon. <laughs> I said that like it's enticing to anyone. <laughs> Shannon and I will be signing at the new Toys R Us at the Paramus Mall. Come and see I was, us. You know? I was going to walk past that. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. I literally didn't know who the what the hell you looked like until I bumped into you. <laughs> well, look, we're, we're big in our own minds, you know? Mm. 
<laughs> All right. Well, look, this is so weird because this is actually our first video. This is going to be on YouTube. I can't wait for people to leave comments like, I didn't know you were so fucking old, Sean, and stuff like that. <laughs> but I don't know what to do now because when we're just doing audio, I have no problem being silly when you sign us out, but I'm going to feel real weird about doing it on camera. <laughs> but I'm still going to do it. I, yeah, you should do it still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Shannon, take us out of here. And that's a cut. <laughs> oh, <tick -a> <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to go drink some. I'm going to go drink some gasoline. <laughs> <laughs>